When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday. And first, I want to start off saying my big fat sorry that I wasn't around on Monday. Um, I, as some of you know, because you guys have been asking me a lot about it on social media, I went to Arizona for the weekend. Um, partly vacay because one of my bridesmaid, bridesmaids was there and it was really cool to see her because I really only get to see her like once, maybe twice a year if I'm lucky. Sometimes a couple years go by. So that was a very lucky um, happenstance, but I didn't go there just for pleasure. I will get to that in just a minute. But yeah, I wanted to say sorry because I told you guys last Friday that I would be doing a podcast on Monday and I did not take into account the three hour time difference kicking my ass. And also I am a crispy chicken nugget because the sun there hits differently. No matter how much sunscreen I put on, I was fried. And also my plane was delayed by like an hour. So I didn't get home until like 3 a.m. And then of course I had to mom duties. I had to get up at like seven for the kids. So woo, yeah, buddy. Um, but it was fun. I'll get to that all in just a minute, but I wanted to do a traditional ask Riley today because you guys have lots of questions. You guys make my job easier that way. Um, I started ask Riley. If you guys don't know a long time ago when I was on my terrestrial radio job, because I have done everything in my life backwards and I like giving you guys advice about not necessarily what not to do, but what I would do differently or give you guys a little insight in things that I've had experience with, whether it be relationships, whether it be mothering, whether it be marriage, whether it be being single or, you know, miscarriages, health stuff, fashion advice, friends advice, whatever it is. I'm a really, really, really open book, um, which sometimes makes Ask Riley hard because sometimes you'll ask some shit, but I really don't know that I want, should answer whatevs, but I do it anyway. And that's why I started doing it with this like free form questions and that's instead of necessarily emails, which I answer those too. Um, but this one, given what this week has been around the local DMV area and the news that was out might be a little tough. I can just about guess is what's going to be in this, but let's open up Instagram um, and just go, get to it. Okay. I don't ever give out your guys's names or I, unless you ask me to, I just don't know that you want your business or your question out there like that. So that's what makes it a little bit of a safe space for all of us, depending on what I have to answer. Um, well, let's get to it. One of you guys said, how are you doing? How do you take custom single candle orders? Well, thank you for asking. So you guys can, I'm good actually today. I mean, I don't want to lie to you. I had a few moments over the weekend that were like pretty shitty, that were um, hard, um, especially in a time where I was so excited about what I was doing. Um, but sometimes that's just real life. Sometimes like the biggest peaks come with the valleys too. Um, 
so all in all, I feel strong, happy, um, hopeful, driven, pissed, sad, and validated. <laughs> so in a nutshell, yeah, we're all over the place. Um, how do you take custom single hint candles? Well, you can DM me on any one of my socials at Riley Couture or House of W by Riley is the candle page. I also have an Etsy page that I have in my uh, linked in my bio, in my link tree, and in my House of W by Riley page. You can just, if you see something you like on those pages, you can DM me to create something custom or something completely different. I do everything, like my motto and my slogan, if you will, is if you can dream it, I can create it. I also have an Etsy shop. So it's still called Love Lace Craft Tour. I'm so cheesy. I, I, I made it like 13 years ago on Etsy um, and they won't let me change the name for some reason. And I also don't want to switch that out to a new Etsy shop because then I lose all of my reviews. I lose all of the sale counts and blah, 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 which is what Etsy uses to drive your page to like the for you page of Etsy, if you will. Um, but yeah, DM me. I would love to make you something custom. That's actually one of my favorites when you guys come up with cool stuff because it's just, I love making things with my crystal intention candles and now my drinkware and my soft launching of my shirts and houseware almost. We're getting there. Um, but yeah, hit me up. I would love to make you something new. Um, personal maid or personal chef, which would you pick? Personal maid, 100%. I hate like laundry. I'll, I like doing it. I don't like putting it away. Like I don't mind cleaning. I just, I think as now that I have two kids, like I used to find it very, very therapeutic to clean, but I was never like a every week type of cleaner. I'm like a binge cleaner, I guess you could say. Like once I'm like, oh God, okay, this is gross. Let me just clean it up. And I'm like a tucker. <laughs> oh God. I, I like like to put things away in corners or in drawers and just make it look nice. Like, cause I don't like my house to be messy. I worked really freaking hard for it and I'm still holding onto it for dear life. Um, but I would 100% take a maid over a personal chef because I actually really like to cook. And it's funny because I know you guys see my husband Marshall cooking for me a lot on Instagram, but I actually really do love to cook. So I don't really mind that part of it. Um, another one of you said you win a fully paid for vacation anywhere in the world if you're choosing where you're going. Uh, Greece. Greece, Greece, Greece. So that was going to be our honeymoon that like I had a savings past our wedding expenses that we were going to use to go to Greece that I'd saved up for forever and ever. Cause y'all remember I was 39 when I got married. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Allergies suck this week. Um, but then we had baby melon and then we got our home. So obviously that was worth it. But right now none of that's happening. And I, I, I just, I've always wanted to go to Greece and taste the food and see the sights. And if it wasn't Greece, I would think it would be something like I used to want to say Tulum, but now everybody tells me that sucks because that used to be like the place that was like a hidden gem. And now, according to the people I know that have gone there a few times, it's like it's like everything else. It's become like Hawaii, but, you know, like all the like touristy and stuff. Iceland would be really cool. Something very not tropical, I think, even though Greece, you know, has the beaches and stuff because I Puerto Rico is my home. I wasn't born there, but it's my home and my heart. And I've been there several times throughout my life. I would like to go back there with my husband without family and just enjoy him there. Um, but yeah, some, some were very, very different. I've been to Paris before, liked it, but I'm not enough to go back. 
I'd love to go to England, but that wouldn't be like a bucket list type thing. I would definitely say, say Greece for sure. And on that note, um, another one you guys said, planning a trip to Puerto Rico, what suggestions do you have on activities and food spots? Okay, so the food spots is tough because when I, you know, I only get to go every so many years. And when I used to go, it was always like street vendors that we would love. That, if you can find, so there's a strip, a row that you kind of can't miss when you're on your way to the rainforest, which I'll get to that in a second because that's also a must that it's just street vendors of street food. Go there. Because I love Puerto Rican food. And yes, it can be fine dining, but I like the crap. I like, not crap, but you know, like the homemade hole-in-the-wall stuff. If you can find one of those, yes. As far as fine dining, I'm sorry I can't help you because last time we didn't really do that. And I feel like, especially since pandemic and all of the destruction with the hurricanes, Puerto Rico has changed so much that I don't know it as much as I would like to. And y'all don't freaking come for me saying I'm a fake Puerto Rican because I ain't in the mood today. But as far as other things to do, you definitely have to go to the rainforest. But a little tip that, that you didn't have to use to do years before is because the storms um, damaged some of the walkways up the rainforest, now you have to make um, a reservation, and this might have been COVID-related too, a reservation to go into the rainforest. You can't just walk it up. So that's a must-see, so make sure you would do that. You have to go to see the bioluminescence, like the um, water that glows in the night. Every time I've had the chance to do that in Puerto Rico, we just didn't end up doing it because my family's insane, and it's basically like if you're there, you're on their schedule kind of, and of course, every time it just didn't fit in there or somebody couldn't go this time, blah, 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 blah. I still have yet to do it and I really, really want to do it. El Morro is a given. You have to go downtown and see the old Spanish port, especially if you're a history buff like my husband is. Um, Ziplining. We went ziplining there. Incredible to zipline through the rainforest. And here's a cool thing too, is you're kind of scared about ziplining or you want like a ziplining light. The one that we did really was... It was cool. I want to do a higher one next time, but this would be a good one to go if you have like teens or maybe even like not small, small kids, but like 12 and up that are, you know, adventurous, but not like going to freak out. And it really wasn't that expensive. And there's like tour guides all over. You can go there and literally you ask, <clears throat> excuse me, any cab driver and they can help you and hook you up. Like that's one of the beautiful things about Puerto Rico is that everyone there on the island is willing to help everyone. And it's literally like, it's tiny, the island. You wouldn't think so when you're on it because the traffic's so bad. That's another thing too. Rent a car or like I said, your tour guides or if you get a cab driver and you ask them questions, they'll be your cab driver for the whole weekend if you want them. They'll give you their card. Like we had one dude that we had him for like six of our rides and he got up and was there at two o'clock in the morning when we had to get our flight to our uh, or to the airport. And, and Uber is not really a plenty there. So I would definitely say, Get you a good cab driver, go to the bioluminescence uh, waters, go ziplining, go to the rainforest. And also, you have to have a day at the beach. And I know that sounds like, okay, Riley, no, but like a day to just go to the beach and do nothing because it's just so gorgeous, the waters. Um, I miss it. I want to go back. Um, when are you going to talk about your trip? to AZ. Well, okay. Now's a better time than any. I went there this weekend. And as I said before, it wasn't just leisure. It worked out that way because I got to see my bridesmaid and her name's Sharky. And 
I love her to death. She's one of my OGs from ATL and it was cool to get to see her. She was there for work as well. And I got to see her in action at work and I haven't really ever seen that before. So that was really neat. I got burnt. I got to have some very, what's the word I want to look for? Uh, there's, there's not really one word to describe it. I was the most inspired I'd been in two years probably. And I got some sun. I went to a pool party and realized that as if I wasn't going to before, I'm going to stay married forever because the douche, oh my God, the douchery that was at that pool party. And I'm, by douchery, I don't mean just people being drunk and trying to hook up because, hey, I did it too back in the day. I mean, the people that were married saw the ring on me and I was like, I'm married, bye. And they're like, I am too, it's fine. And, that's a podcast within itself. Um, but yes, the million dollar question is I did go there for a work opportunity and as I kept it close to the chest, I'm still going to because I want to work some things out for myself. And I'm not jumping any guns either because the universe is going to provide for me what it's going to provide for me. So we shall see. And for those of you that have asked, really Riley's going absolutely nowhere ever. I mean, <laughs> I've worked really hard on this little baby of mine and it's going to be mine forever and it's not going anywhere. So there's that. Um, let's see what else. Do you say affirmations when you wake up? Um, not exactly affirmations, but I did take this one notion from the secret or one of the manifestation books that I've read over the years that before my feet hit the ground, I need to wake up and say what I'm either thankful for or what I'm hopeful to be the best thing in my day. Um, I used to write affirmations on my mirror when I was manifesting my husband, because I used to always say like, I wanted someone that would write me little notes and, you know, like little things like that. And he does actually. And I never asked him to do that. So I used to write things like you're beautiful or Hey there, smarty pants. I actually did write that once. It's so damn cheesy, but, um, I should probably start doing that again, but not exactly affirmations, but we got this as always been my one and I need to probably be a little bit more in depth with them I think too because as much as I preach manifestation I'm not perfect there's times that I fall off and it's always uncanny when I start going back to it that things start to move in the direction I want them to it's always when I stop choke holding is that a word choke hold I don't know whatever when I take a choke hold off of my dreams and off of my desires that's when they start flourishing so I should absolutely start that yes um do you have any fun family trips happening for the summer? Yes, actually. We are going to, oh, forgive me. I don't know what the name of it is because I'm so ADD. I have it written down. We have it planned out. We're going to go stay in a little Airbnb. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, with Lyric and Malin, God help us, um, to the beach this summer because Lyric has been dying to go back to Florida to the beach. Lyric is a beach kid. For real, he's definitely got my genes because, you know, Puerto Rico, raised in Florida, but I am not spending thousands of dollars to go to Florida to be in a plane with Malin and to be cramped in my family's house, not not because of the size of the house or anything like that. My mom has a great home, but I don't want to, no, that sounds like hell to me. But we definitely wanted Lyric to go to a beach this summer because we didn't get to go last year because Malin was, you know, smaller and crazy. And now that he's a little bit older and can like walk and be he's not self-sufficient by any means, but it's just a little bit easier now that he's two and a half. Like where'd the time go? But we're going to go search for some shark's teeth. 
I will link this guys or send it to you if you guys wanted to know where it was because it's only like two or three hours away and it's relatively inexpensive. We decided that as much as it makes us sweat, we're going to take some money out of our family fund that we had sitting there for a rainy day from our wedding and that was hard for us to make that decision given where like finances are after I lost my job. Um, But you don't get these memories back when they're little and I grew up on a beach, so it wasn't a big deal to me, but my husband, Marshall, always and went to a beach vacation every summer with his family, and I want my kids to have a memory like that, and if that's the place where Lyric wants to go until Malin has an opinion, that's where we will go, so I'm stoked about that. Um, what do you eat for dinner? That's been my struggle on my weight loss journey. Um, so when I was super, super trying to get back into fitness, not that it's ever left me, but like after I had Malin was when I went the hardest with counting macros. Don't ask me what that an acronym means, but it's just basically like your proteins, your fats, your oils, blah, 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 blah. Um, We would eat the same thing every day for a week, which loosely we still do that. And I say we, because Marshall does the prep as he calls it, like the cooking when it's not, you know, when it's every day because he likes it regimented like that. And then I just go along for the ride because, you know, he always cooks really healthy stuff and I actually like the way he cooks and why not? Um, I'm a little more free form with my lunches and breakfast, but before I used to have like, he would do my macros, you know, calculate them out and I would have this, you know, the same thing for dinner and lunch every day, but then breakfast would vary depending on what was in the fridge or what he had set or what I would grab or whatever. Um, But right now... For dinner, it's it's really they're really simple dinners, honestly. It's a protein, it's a vegetable, and it's a carb. And it's really your portions for the most part and what you put on it. Cause it's always funny, like, yeah, you go get a good salad, but if it's fried chicken and a doused in freaking sugary ass, you know, or ranch and cheese, it's not gonna be that healthy for you. But it really the simplest of meals are the best. So my favorites in rotation, Marshall will do like um green beans in or green beans and or broccoli in and bake them and it's really good actually because when you do broccoli in the oven it like chars it a little bit and then it's got that and he puts a little bit of garlic on it not any other oils and it's so good that way same thing with the green beans a little bit of garlic maybe a little bit of oil on the green beans and salt and pepper simple 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 the rice he has one of those rice cookers and we don't even do brown rice he'll do like jasmine rice it's just your portions and the chicken you can bake it. I used to actually do it. You know, he does it right now in the smoker that I got him for Father's Day a couple years ago, but really simple ingredients. If you get a good low sodium seasoning, they have them all over the place. If you just like look it up on Amazon or anywhere, that's really the trick to it. It's not some like fancy thing. It's just you have to be aware of your portions and what you're putting on it because all of those oils, all of those butters, all that stuff matters and it's consistency sometimes it sucks sometimes it's so boring because you just want to go and have like fettuccine but here was the trick to it and Marshall taught me this that it was you he won't call it a cheat meal because it has a negative connotation to it but a treat meal every week like even when we were so regimented about our you know diets to where we didn't veer off at all because we had a wedding coming up or just because we wanted a certain goal and that's where we're going to and I think I'm going to get back on that train um, it was just regimented. And if you really want to see that weight loss fast, your diet is 
like 70% of it, at least in the beginning for the most part, because when you hit a plateau, that's what you need to switch up. And uh, my husband's a strength coach and he also has a degree in exercise science and all the nutrition stuff. It's like, you can't, if you want a sustained diet change, you can't crash it. You can't just be like, I'm going to give up sweets and cotton and my cappuccino and every single thing right away. And I'm gonna stick to it forever. Bullshit. You won't. No lie. I mean, maybe you can, but that would be painful, right? I would say, is what Marshall says, just give up a few things. Like maybe you don't do those glasses of wine every single night. Maybe you do it three nights a week, or maybe you don't do two or three, you do one. And those small changes will soon lead to small changes in your body. And then they go to big changes and then it becomes the obsession with the progress, or at least that's what it was for me. And then it becomes a situation where you get used to it. And yeah, you will have your, you know, chicken fettuccine for Friday night, the treat meal. But then you like, you get to this space where you're like, oh God, I feel like shit after eating that. And you just want to get back to your healthy foods. No lie. I did get addicted to healthy foods. I should get back on that drain because I'm feeling a little fluffy these days. Don't come for me. Everybody, I'm on my period. Everybody feels that way from time to time. Um, Let's see what else you guys got for me. Oh, God, I knew this one was coming. <sighs> okay. Thoughts about your replacement on the radio. Okay. Well, I'm going to say this. I've always, 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 always said that if I am not the job or if I'm not the girl for the job, then I will step aside and take that. Um, but as far as I know, when I got let go, there wasn't any inclination that I wasn't the girl for the job, at least performance-wise, at least from what you guys told me, at least from what ratings said, endorsements, social media, blogging, all the things that are encompass radio and success in it. Um, I don't begrudge anyone for taking an opportunity in radio, especially women, because it's hard out there on them streets. I don't begrudge that person either for taking the position. Do I have other thoughts on everything else? Fuck yeah, I do. Am I legally allowed to say most of them? No. Um, so uh, does it sting? Yes. But I'm also very in tune to the fact that we're all replaceable, especially in radio. No one, no one is safe in that way. And I think sometimes some people think that they are, they think they're invincible in that seat. And most of the time they're not, unless, you know, there's something else going on, you know, <laughs> like there's people in this business that, you know, have their seat because of other things. But, uh, I was really hurt when I heard about it, validated when I heard about it. Like, I don't, again, I know that there's going to be some haterade out there being like, ah, she's just bitter that somebody else got that spot. No, it's really not about that because I've taken other people's spots, so I get it. Totally get it. Matter of fact, I've said that. I got the receipts to prove it too. Uh, um, but I've never taken a friend's job before. So, yeah, 
There's not a whole lot more to say. Basically, put yourself in Riley's shoes, <laughs> her beautiful Lotus Jordans that her husband got her, and tell me how you would feel. And that's basically probably what is coming out of my heart and my head. And I can't even fully express it from my mouth, you know, like to lay the groundwork for years and what that takes and what you give up and what you blood, sweat and tears, like the way that I did radio. Uh, it, it's sort of unheard of now, I think in the industry or so I'm heard, like it's just different. People don't, don't get in there like that. And, you know, to have 18 years of experience, 13 years when I started and to watch it go to someone else that I, I don't want to say mentored cause that's not it. Uh, but was there for Yeah, it's, it stings for sure. Still don't begrudge the actual taking of the position, but I got to protect myself and my family and kind of take a deep breath and realize that what's for you is going to be for you. And... When God and the universe realize that that's not the thing for you anymore, no matter how much you've cried, no matter how much you tried to fit yourself into a puzzle piece and you scraped your soul and made it bleed trying to fit a round peg in a, or a square peg in a round hole or whatever, you really do have to choose your path. I'm healing for sure. And like, you know, when I get the news at 10,000 feet in the air, cause I had bought the Southwest Wi-Fi in the way that I got it, which was pretty infuriating to be honest with you. Um, and a slap in the face also, it's like, I was on my way to new opportunities and I'm like, why, why not like go away? Just leave me out of it, you know? But I can't even really expect anyone to do that because I was such an integral part of that situation. Having it grow the way that it did and being such a huge instrumental piece of that. Yeah, it fucking sucked. I'm human. It's real. And I just like, I don't like the bullshit. I don't like the red receipts. I don't like people reaching out to say that they did this and say that they did that and make themselves look good. I'm not into that shit. Maybe that's why I don't work there anymore. I mean, I just, I've tried to deal with things as classily as I possibly could, as legally bounding as I possibly can, and just keep it moving. But sometimes you really do have to feel those fucking emotions. We're all replaceable. We are. I didn't think that I would be replaced the way that I was. Do I have premonitions for the way that this show is going to go now? I try not to. <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't like, what do you think about you bring about? And when you like put out a bunch of fucking negative vibes, like for me now, it's just like, ah, oh, that's yours. Not my memo. It's weird because every other show that I've ever not been on, cause I've only been fired once before this. And that was, 
20 years ago. And that host actually came back to me 10 years later and said he was sorry and that he was wrong. Doubtful I'll get that this time. Not that I want it, but I digress. Um, yeah. I'm not into the whole spewing and negative vibing. And I know you guys have a lot more questions that I'm ever going to be able to answer for sure. I just want to tell you guys again how much your support means to me, how much your listening to this podcast means to me, how my ride or die, we got this fam has lifted me up, especially even this weekend because it's like such an evil little thing. It's just like right when you think you're good and you're progressing forward, it's like, Pop! nope, we're going to hit you with this. And you're like, oh, I fucking knew it. But I'm not going to let myself be a bitter Betty and I'm not going to let it stall what I want to do. But I'm also not going anywhere. You know, like I thought that losing what I lost would literally take the breath and the voice out of me. And it hasn't. Because y'all ain't seen nothing yet. But I do want to say one thing. And this might go on to a little bit of a rant, but I have to say it. Because when I was saying that I don't want to go there with the ugly, I'm going to get really fucking real with you right now. Really real. Because this is when Riley takes off, goes back to 2009 and takes off her hoochie hoops and said, hold these for a second. Because this that I got sent surrounding all of this stuff we've been talking about was absolute pure vitriol and bullshit. And this is the one thing that's probably designed why this person said it. So, okay, let's play. This is the one thing that you will get to me with. This is the one thing that you want to see me get Puerto Rican on your ass, you little fucking troll. Let's go. So I, I was sent this by a listener. It was a screenshot of something that was talking about them being glad I was gone. Okay, that's totally fair. You're not for everybody, but this is where you don't fucking get to say anything without my response. I'm going to leave this person's name out of it as to not start a whole fucking media war thing. Um, but somebody was asking like, you know, who are you talking about in response to saying like, okay, good riddance. And this person said, Riley, as soon as she got with her dude, she really gave into her pick me energy and started getting blue lives matter flags and posting about all lives matter very shortly after George Floyd's death, completely disregarding the fact that her child is black and trying to downplay the violence that black people face the hands of police officers all because her husband is one. Her husband constantly posts about anti-dad bod and it's literally in his bio, LOL. And on top of it, she weirdly sexualizes her son. Motherfucker. Okay. Talking about watch out ladies, mama loved him first. Watch out ladies. It's not a competition. I had to stop listening for a hot minute because of that girl. I'm not going to reveal your name again, but person will call you as politically correct as I possibly can say this, fuck you, go to hell. And here's why. I know there's a lot to unpack here. The pick me energy, I don't know what the fuck that's all about. There was a time in the show that I was less of a voice than I was later. And there's lots of reasons for that. We'll leave that there. 
as far as the Blue Lives Matter and the All Lives Matter, I'm going to address this because I already, you can go back in my Twitter and you can look at it. It was go, but it's still there. I took nothing down after all of the things happened in that era of unrest. And I'm choosing my words politically correct here. So don't sit here and say that I'm downplaying anything because I'm not. I did post something on Twitter about All Lives Matter. However, at the time, one of our assistant producers was black and she was a friend and she came to me and said, Riley, this is unfortunate because I like you as a person and I think I know who you are and what your outlook and motive or whatever that was for this post, but here's why this is wrong. And we had a really healthy conversation where it got a little uncomfortable in certain situations because she had told me that, you know, Marshall can take off his badge at the end of the day in his uniform, but I can't take off my skin. And that hit me different. And I agreed with her. However, I wanted to add one standpoint if we were seeing each other's views on things that I thought was important for her to hear. If she was questioning why I was saying what I was saying is this person isn't questioning, but accusing. Because yeah, it is really fucking hard to be married to a police officer that you adore and is one of the best men on the face of the planet and also have a son that's half black and half Puerto Rican. Because I, I think it's interesting to say that a lot of times people just say he's just black because he has black within him because I'm Puerto Rican and the other half was black, is black. Okay, so we're just axing out my culture there completely, but you know, I digress. We're not going to go off on a Karen tangent on that aspect. <sighs> but anyway, and that's okay, right? It's okay to just cut off my heritage, but anyway, let me not. Let me calm down. Um, so yeah, we had that conversation and I was telling her, Marshall, on the very first day of his job, picked up brain matter. He's had to bring people back to life more than once. He's been afraid for his life, not knowing if he was going to come home or not. He's had people come up to him on the street that he had to lock up for really fucking vile things while he was on crutches and threaten him in plain clothes. And he also has a lot of PSD because of all of this. And he also would lay down his life for a stranger in a second. So you're fucking goddamn right. I support him. And also the brothers in blue that I know closely that have the same stories. Now, that being said, that doesn't mean that I am downplaying anything that happens at all is towards violence against black people. I'm not denying it. I'm not dismissing it. I'm not doing any of that. And I never did. As far as that 
All Lives Matter, I issued a retraction, if you will, or an apology and worded it the best way that I possibly could. And since then, I've spoken with so many of my friends that are black, and I'm not saying I'm all high and mighty or anything else because I have black friends, because I was trying to find the proper way to fix it because I fucked up in saying that. But you know what? I'm allowed to make mistakes, friends. And that doesn't warrant you sitting here fucking saying that I sexualize my son. Because side note, the beginning of this post that I left out of there was that I was a body shamer. <sighs> How? It's just, I mean, I know that a lot of people have said that I should just let this one go. But you go there with my son and my husband, like you, you try to turn me into a racist. That's what it said. I'm a racist body shamer. Why? Because of the fact that I support my husband, who's a police officer, and because I support my son, who is half black? No. And more no. You don't get to just use one certain viewpoint and turn me into something I am absolutely not. And for years, I would have let this go. But there's two things here. I maybe, maybe, probably not could have let go the racist thing, because I know that's unequivocally not true. And disgusting to say. And I'm also not white, by the way. Friends. Uh, not that you can't be another race and be racist. I might have to just say that because if not, somebody else is going to come for me. But the anti-dad bod thing about my husband is fucking stupid. He's a personal He's a, no, he's a strength coach. He has an exercise science degree. He is the most accepting individual there is, and he's been every single body type there is too. It's a joke. I'm gonna call you, what was I gonna call you, person? I'm gonna call you Kyle. Get the fuck out of here and keep my name out of your fucking mouth. Especially when it comes to the fact of you saying I sexualize my son, you've gone too far. You're disgusting. Disgusting. I'm glad you didn't listen while I was on the show. You can listen away all you want. Go ahead. You're not going to come for me, my person, everything I stand for, my mothering, and say that I sexualize my son, and I'm going to be quiet about it. And the fact that this fucking comment has been allowed to live where it's lived for five, the better part of a week... <laughs> it that tells you a lot. And with your private profile, by the way, like if you would like to have a conversation, and I honestly, I welcome anyone because just even this week I had a conversation about this with one of my black friends and I literally was like, I, and the only reason I make that differentiation is because I realize even as a Puerto Rican that's not white, there are certain things, awful things that people go through of other colors and other races, especially black people that I can't understand. So being someone in the media, I want to be careful about what I say and also be very, very empathetic, understanding, intuitive, whatever the fuck word you want to say that won't get me Karenized out here in these streets. I want to understand. I want to have an open conversation. I want to know. I'm not trying to be anything other than informed. 
fuck you, I'm not racist. Fuck you, I'm not a body shamer. And fuck you, I don't sexualize my son. So, that's probably as real as you guys have ever heard me, ever. But good. I am most definitely about showing all the sides of me and letting the chips fall where they may. Like I said, I'm very live and let live. And most of the time, I can roll things off my back because, you know, there's been times where people have said certain things like this to me before and I've tried to have the conversation and it got nowhere like privately, like in a DM or in an email. I've tried to understand their point of view, but there's no fucking understanding you saying me that I sexualize my son, you piece of shit. This might be the very last time I ever answer one of these trolls, but it's just really the specific place where it came from and that it's still living there. Disgusting. Wrong. Disgusting. Again, if this person or anybody else wants to have a conversation with me and actually get to the true heart of what I said, that I apologized for some of it, and I genuinely meant that, but I'm not apologizing for me loving and supporting my husband. I'm not apologizing for me thinking my kid is the most adorable, handsome thing ever. I'm not apologizing for any of that. Fuck off. I'm tired of people thinking that just because they think a certain way and assume that I think a certain way, or maybe they think a certain way and absolutely have a different view than I do, that they're allowed to come for every single thing that I am because I'm behind a mic. Nope. Uh -uh. Nope. Nope. And more nope. <sighs> Was that real enough for y'all? Because <laughs> I know some of y'all have said before that I like to keep it, you know, mild. There was no way, you know, honestly, had you not added the whole bullshit in there about me sexualizing my son, probably would have let it go. But it's also the source of where that came from that stings. And it's not okay. And at that point, I can't just dust my shoulders off and play the bigger person. I had something to say. And in a space where a lot of my voice, I mean, my job was my voice, my, my, my whole everything, my talent, my drive, my everything was my voice. And, you know, a lot of that got taken and I just am not going to let that one slide. Going forth, I'll make a pact. You want to say whatever you want to say about me in terms of what you think I am and what you think my views are. I, well, let me not make that pact because <laughs> people can take things even further than that. But I'm not going to apologize for supporting my husband who's a police officer. Nope. Not going to apologize for my husband having a joke on his fucking social media. And side note, whatever he says, like, how does that turn me into a body shamer? I've never, I just, that's crazy to me. Ever have I body shamed anyone? I did an entire podcast about it. Anti-podcast, anti-body shame. Oh, let me not. Now I will shake this off because I feel like it's therapy. Like I've always told you guys, nothing in life for me that I can get through that's painful or good. Have I ever gone through it without talking about it to you guys? That's how really Riley was born. 
So I had more, you guys, and I know some of you guys have been waiting for your question. I'm sorry. I will get to it, I promise. But I think I just want to close it with that. I think I want to go take a breather and hug my husband and watch some Real Housewives because I haven't gotten to the Real Housewives of OC yet because I was all up in Scandival. I love you guys to the end of the earth and back again. And I really hope that even if you don't agree with some of the stuff that I said just now, that you can at least say where I was coming from because my passions in life are my family and you guys. So hopefully you can get why I felt the need to say what I said. And if you don't agree with me, let's have a conversation. Don't accuse Let's hear each other out at really Riley podcast. No, the email is really Riley podcast at gmail.com text line 410-604-8895. Um, really Riley podcast on Instagram house of W by Riley. For those of you guys that wanted a custom candle, um, Riley Couture is my personal Instagram. Facebook is also Riley Couture, TikTok Riley Couture seven and also really Riley podcast and house of W by Riley on TikTok. Oof, I just felt like I just ran a mile with my mouth. But hey, I'm a fan of the cardio. (laughs) Hopefully you don't think that's body shaming. Kidding, kidding. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being you. And I will talk to you on Friday. It's really Riley.